We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. You also might be listening to this on the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Football po- Podcast feed. This is the Gilcast with myself, David Maddock. I am here with Nate Noling. I am here with Sammy Reed. Uh, Sammy and I tried to bail from the show today. We didn't. We didn't want to do it. Uh, Nate. Nate ran good with uh, with, with the two v two action. I actually. I actually think all of our teams are are justifiable today. But uh, yeah, Sammy, we got we got smoked. We I, so funny. I swapped, so I scored one hundred and seventeen point two eight, and you scored one hundred and seventeen point five eight. So the last two weeks, you and I have been separated by about uh, like point eight points. And and Nate, top of the standings this week with a a one forty eight point zero eight. But Nate. Games were like kind of high scoring today. Like, what did what was the cash line in the the massive fifty dollars double up, Nate? Uh, I actually don't know. If so, uh, let me look. I mean, I wasn't close, I, I, so I wasn't I even pull, sweating it. I can it. pull it up too. Yeah, I wasn't even sweating it. Yeah, I mean, you played you played Cooper Cup, and uh, and uh, Sammy and I did not play Cooper Cup, so so no reason for for. For you to sweat so i guess uh what, what i guess we've been going through the full lineups before we start so sammy and i played uh lamar jackson khalil herbert daryl henderson jr Devonte adams keenan allen t higgins ricky seals jones and the lions defense sammy kept hunt in because he's a fish in the flex <laughs> no so i actually so i actually did swap to josh jacobs in some contests um yeah. and i swapped to amari cooper yeah but sammy you broke the number one rule of putting an early player in your flex yeah the, i mean let's let's get a i mean total fish move bro like i was 
Uh, no excuses. Like I was traveling back from Hawaii. It was a tough scene. I was throwing stuff together and I just overlooked it and I blew it. So yeah. What are you going to do? And then yeah, Nate, I mean, so yeah, the, the te- the, what you played versus us was a three V three. You played Deandre Swift, Cooper cup and Brandon cooks over Devonte Adams, Keenan Allen and Khalil Herbert. So I, I, I need to, I guess I, I want to just get this up front. Well, well, two things. First, I don't know how you guys were feeling. I felt pretty bad this morning. Cause like the last three weeks, I basically woken up and been like, yeah, this is the team and I'm going to play that. But like, I was still swapping stuff around like 30 minutes before. And like, I couldn't, I couldn't really decide. So I don't have harsh words for even, even people who lost this week, who beat me with, with bad plays, like I don't know. It did not, Nate, it did not feel like a straightforward week to me at all. Like, I felt like there were a lot of options that were, I thought there were five lineups you could have played, I think. I mean, I'll, I'll just say this. I kind of felt the same way where I was, where I was not locked in uh, as we have been in previous weeks, but I, I paid up for Lamar Jackson, like paid up for quarterback in a spot where there are multiple dope ass receivers that cost me Cooper cup. And I lost because of it. And I, what I really wanted to do was like play two high-priced receivers and like Taylor Heineke. Um, no, Lamar is not why you didn't play Cup. The Sammy, Cup team was you, very easy to play. No. Yeah. No, the Cup team was easy to play. Lamar was not a bad play. Like this was ultimate run bad for Lamar. Ultimate run bad for Lamar. Devonta was ultimate run bad because Freeman and Le'Veon Bell scored rushing touchdowns. Oh, the dust fecta of rushing touchdowns was just like all three. They all three scored rushing touchdowns. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing: even if they didn't, Lamar was like forty percent owned in cash, and no, it was because he was a good play. Yeah, Yeah. but Lamar because he was a good play. Yeah, but you're not listening to me. Lamar was the reason if you paid down at quarterback that you could have two high priced receivers. Right. Because the, the thing is, if you go down from Lamar to Heineke and it gets you like that doesn't do much for me in the other spots, except for wide receiver, too. No, like, dude. Th- this this your your logic is is ass back. Is mega bad. This is this is real bad. You're not looking at the right swap. The right swap with our team, Sammy, was two expensive wide receivers instead of Devonte and a mid price wide receiver. DJ Moore, Cooper Cup was a perfect 2v2 for Devontae Adams and Keenan Allen. That if you really wanted Cooper Cup, that's what you should have played. Or or you could have played Keenan Allen anyway and just paid up a defense because we all played a terrible defense. Yeah, well, I, I the way I've made money in cash games is not paying up a defense and not paying up a tight end and not paying up a quarterback. The Browns. Oh my God. I mean, we could have, we could have played the Browns. I mean, here's, here's the reality though, is I did have a lineup with, uh, with Devonte Adams and Cooper cup that I was fooling around with. And I didn't do it because I'm a mentally weak cuckle suck. And no, what your, your Heineke would, would, was a straight up bad cash play. Like Heineke was, I, I would have rather made other sacrifices and played Mahomes or played Herbert. Like he would have been, he would have been like the, fifth quarterback I would have played in cash probably because yeah. I would play Stafford Sammy I think too. you might be mentally weak because of the fact that you got off of a team that you liked better but you're not mentally weak because you played a bad play like Lamar was the right play obviously Lamar was a good play like it, clearly he was I'm not talking about the play in a vacuum I'm talking about 
roster construction. And at some point I sacrificed what I wanted to do like a wide receiver too. I felt great about, which was Cooper cup for a quarterback. And at the end of the no, day, dude. like the, Sammy, like 90% of the time I'm with you, but you are like, and most of the time I'm disagreeing with Nate, but you're straight up wrong, dude. Dude, just, because, just yeah. let me, let me be uh, results oriented here. I no, want, I want to take the, yeah. the two V two is so clear with the team that we played. Like it's so obvious. It was, Cup and DJ Moore over Adams and Keenan Allen. It's, it's I got staring it. you in the face, dude. Yeah, I got. Yeah, you this- don't need to get off Lamar. Lamar was not the problem. I got yeah. into this weird space because I didn't think that Cup was that much worse than Adams at all. I just didn't know what to do with the extra money because I was like, well, also Keenan Allen's not that much worse than Cooper Cup, and I and I mean Keenan Allen just like, dude, he's like Beavis. He just never scores. He never scores, and it's just it's just so brutal and this was like the nut run out for him and he still got fuck all and it's just like dude yeah that's the thing about the keenan the keenan run out was perfect i mean was it was it the news of mike williams that got you on keenan like how banged up he was no i i've liked keenan for a couple weeks because now he's he's now he's in the low to mid six thousands and he's getting 10 targets every week guys has keenan ever once in the history of this fucking show worked out for me though has there no. ever been a time where i play keenan and cash where I'm, i i i disregard all my principles and i'm like you know what i'll just play this dusty slow no touchdown scoring ass wide receiver i i mean i literally think every time i've played him it's been one of his worst games of the season and and every time you faded cooper cup you've gotten uh, financially gotten ruined yeah. right dude and cup cup literally dumps i known God, a second week we could have we could have dusted Davis Nate by playing Cooper Cup and he's the only one who didn't. I I blew it for everybody. Yeah, I mean, Sammy, so, you blew it by so playing the same that, lineup. Yeah, you blew it by playing the same lineup. It's not fun when we flop and you two donks have the same lineup. Like, I wish it was a bad lineup that I could dunk on because I won by I think thirty points or something like that, and I want to dunk hard. But really, you guys didn't have a bad lineup. It was just you guys freaking played the same team Devonte adams sucks ass and which which is just crazy i mean watching alan lazard score touchdowns is just like so 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 tilting the shovel the shovel pass touchdown i'm just yeah. like last year that is a that is straight up they call that to adams every time like adams yeah. gets that 100 percent of the time yeah. so the Devonte thing was clear run bad but i do think there was an actual process thing about Devonte here that i want to talk about because i think too often with Devante, we get kind of fixated on his like individual metrics, like his target share, his whopper, his like yeah, his usage of that off. But the team he's on is is a slog of a team. They don't want to. They 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 will run down the clock. And then in this matchup with Chicago, with Chicago not pushing them, like this was this should have totally been in our range of outcomes for Devante to be in a not in an individual bad play. Cause he still has all of his individual metrics look great. Like his target share, his hog rate, everything looks the same. It's just, these games are going to happen for green Bay when they go up against a bad team like Chicago that also plays slow and doesn't want to pass the ball. Like yeah, well, $9,000. How fast did the New York giants play and what kind of game script did the LA Rams have against them and Cooper cup still got his. Yeah. Well, that's the difference. LA wants LA is always going to be a high pass rate above ex- expectation and like continue to pass the ball until the end of the fourth quarter. No matter it's 35 to three and they're out there throwing the ball on three. Like, yeah. Cooper cup I mean, scored a touchdown when they were up 30. Yeah. That's never going to happen with Devonte. I mean, Devonte Adams is they're literally just going to run the ball 
I mean, go at to, 35 to go, three, Devontae is out to, of the game. They go to Quadzilla. They go to Quadzilla. When it gets there, it goes, it goes to, yeah. it goes to AJ Dillon. I mean, well, I don't I, like, I don't feel bad about playing Devonte. I guess I'm more, the, the, the thing I actually feel bad about is that I didn't find a way for Travis Kelsey to get in my team. Cause the, the team that, um, that Wiggins played and the team that uh, I think Levitan played was a two v two, a two v two, or a three v three from us, Sammy, where they played double tight end and they didn't play Khalil Herbert. So like that, that look, to me look, dude, not not playing play. Khalil Herbert, who I is like easily Khalil the best Herbert. value play on the slate, yeah. and I mean, just so 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 bad. And Nate didn't. So play that was why. Okay, that was why this week was so difficult because I obviously thought yeah. Khalil Herbert was a great play. Like I, I said it all, I'm, I'm not fading Khalil Herbert. It's just like with him and Devontae, because if you play Khalil Herbert, you are playing Devontae. Like to play Khalil Herbert and not Devontae would have yeah. been like just some bizarro construction that I couldn't be, I couldn't envision. But playing both of them, I thought lowered your floor because of the correlation to just a slow paced game that might have the lowest plays run. And that was my issue with Khalil. It wasn't him in a vacuum. He was obviously a better value play than Swift. It was just that like combining them both. And then also we had the double tight end was a legitimate play in cash this week where I can't remember the last time that was a legitimate like option to build. That's why cash games this week were so weird because it was like, there was so, five or six running backs that you could play that I don't think was bad. And then you could also put out double tight end construction that I don't think was bad. We've never had that much of a variety of a way to build lineups I, I that think, I can remember I in a long could, time. I think that like that leads me to two conclusions. One, which was the edge was not very big this week and it would have been a week to de-risk a little bit. But then also that it, it may be, if I would have been playing enough to like sweat it, I probably would have split. I probably would have split the Kelsey RSJ uh, cup Keenan, like three V three, like Nate, that, Nate, that seems best. Nate, why didn't you play? Why didn't you play like Herbert instead of Swift and then pay up at one of your other wide receiver spots instead of cooks or Higgins? That is, that is what I would have done. I mean, I don't hate what Nate did. The, no, I don't. The I don't other build, the, the other build I was looking at was, um, obviously Khalil over Swift and then getting up to Devante and then Brown's D. So it was, it was basically Khalil. It was, it basically came down to a two V two of Khalil and um, Devante versus cup and Swift. And like I said, I don't think that Devante was four points better than cup. And I thought that Swift projected better than, um, then Khalil raw points wise. And I didn't like the correlation that I was getting with Devonte and Khalil. I didn't see a lineup of like DJ Moore cup. Yeah. That's what, Khalil. That's what you, like that's I, what I, I could have, that's what you should have done though. I think that's way well, better than I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I, mean, I, I felt I, good yeah, about my build. To, I'm not trying to uh, like propose counterfactuals. I'm just saying I, I would not have, there's no lineup I considered where I wouldn't have played Herbert. I think I thought he was the best yeah. cash play. In a, in a vacuum, he was a great play. It was just the way that it, what it did to the rest of the lineup. Like if I could have played four running backs or if I would have just played the best three running backs, I would not have played Swift. I would have played. Who's the Bears play like, next week? I don't know. The Khalil oh, thing man. was like. No, they play, they play at the Buccaneers. So we, we don't have to play Herbert next week. It's fine. Yeah, Nate, Actually, you, could have played, you could have played Kelsey. 
No, I know. I looked yeah. at a Kelsey build. You I didn't like the two tight end in cash though. This is like one of the first times I've ever wished Kelsey was just at wide receiver. So I could have, you could just played him at, you played RSJ at tight end. Yeah. And you just play Kelsey at yeah. wide receiver so you can get the max running back. No, I, I had this build before the uh, Herbert news, like before Damien was ruled out. I think I had this build on Wednesday and then I built all the Khalil's teams. And then I came back to this build this morning where I was just like, I, I just like this better. So I, I, I almost waffled on it. I think at like five minutes before lock, I was like texting Cardi, like, Dude, do I need I, to get I, on? I, I dude, I dude Mike, and he was like, "Yes." What do we do? What do we do without Mike Davis? And he was, and he, and so I, I, I just stayed true, and I, I don't know. I, I think Cup is uh, Cup's a boss, obviously, and I think the Rams are just a more Cardi, like Cardi pass heavy played, team. Cardi played our team with um, with uh, a better defense than Jacoby Myers. Yeah, I want to dunk on you guys, but I can't. Like, your team was good, and so there really isn't a dunk. Yeah, I want to, to dunk on you too, but your team was pretty good. This sucks. And it's like the fifth time in a row I beat you guys, so that's kind of the hard part. Oh, my God. This is, this is this is this oh, is why I don't no, want to do this show anymore. I it's... keep forgetting Nate had the 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 correct or whatever, the the, the late swap. The, the stat no, you got, dunked on, you got dunked on two weeks ago. You lost, and Sammy and I had the nuts. Two weeks ago. I think I'm five and one on you guys. I think Davis, you beat me once. I hate this so much. This is so bad. I know. It's it's the frustrating thing is like I'm not crushing in tournaments, so it's just in cash games, and it's not as like I my tournament teams are real bad. I had way too much Antonio Gibson. I had I had a, a really good tournament team. Actually, all my teams were good, other than my my Chargers Ravens team, which I mean I just need a second to to espouse this. Fuck the Ravens, dude. Latavius Murray, Devonta Freeman, and Le'Veon Bell all scoring a touchdown for the same team in the same game in 2021 is so absurd. If you just give Lamar one of those, much less two of them or three of them, right? Because none of those guys deserve to get touches. And two of them, not not um, Devonta Freeman's was actually like, a, not, I don't want to say like a good run, but like it was from like 10 yards out and he like made a guy miss. But the Latavius Murray... And the Le'Veon Bell ones in particular. Oh, the were, Le'Veon Bell one. I mean, fat, fat Nate after like a, his Taco Bell binging a couple years ago. Yeah, like forty, like like twenty-two year old Nate scores that touchdown. Oh my god! I mean, oh, I mean it was but, so but bad. Lamar, Lamar screwed it all up. Like he missed a wide open Andrews for a touchdown. Then he then Hollywood Brown dropped one. I mean, it could have gone totally different, but it just didn't. Uh, Hollywood, Hollywood is. I mean, he's going to set, like, one of the all-time records for unrealized fantasy points, like, at this level. Oh, that was yeah, that was bad. one thing. I don't even know what Hollywood ended up with, Nate, but in your in your lineup, I would have played uh, Hollywood over, over Cooks, and Wiggins told me yeah. that was bad. I, that I, was bad. You said that Cooks was not a good play. I don't think you realize. Like, Cooks is literally the same, like, weapon for, for Houston that um, – they, that yeah, like Devonte and Cup song. I mean, yeah, yeah. but he, he's like, he's he every Davis single Mills. look. But it doesn't yeah. matter. He's going to get 11, 12 targets and 150 air yards at 6K or whatever. I mean, he's in in the dome, in the dome. Like game. like Cooks was a good play, and people he was getting a lot of helium late in the week, and there's a reason why, and that's the reason why. I mean, Cooks was in our optimal. I just would never have. The me the way I would play, I would just always play Hollywood over him. Okay, how could you ever play Hollywood Brown in cash? Like he is not a cash play, ever. That would have been a bad play, Davis. Yeah, that would have been a really bad play. 
Yeah, this like, is have Lam- if I would have if I would have played him in cash, he would have caught that touchdown and it would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, probably would have been better for the show if I would have played your lineup with with Hollywood over Cooks, and I would have had to have tried to justify this decision. Yeah, it would have been better. But I mean, Cooks is like, I mean, third on the week in air yards. He had 13 targets for 165 air, like, and he's 6K. And it's like yeah, that wasn't Hollywood's an outlier getting, Hollywood's game. Getting, Hollywood's getting lots of air yards and stuff. He just doesn't have he just doesn't have the same raw volume. Yeah, plus and his Walk- are a little plus more Watkins was out. Plus Watkins was out. Yeah, but Bateman was in, baby. I mean, I mean if, so so let me let me ask you no. this. Marquise if, Brown if, had five targets on the week. No. Don't even compare. Well, <laughs> obviously, he only had five targets. The Chargers scored like a half a point, dude. They Lamar Lamar threw twenty seven times. No, you cannot compare Hollywood Brown to uh, the guy who's going to like well, basically has, be Hollywood top three whopper. Fantasy. Hollywood has more fantasy points than Cooks does. So yeah, if you look at the game logs, Nate, uh, Hollywood has been scoring a lot of points, and Brandon Cooks hasn't. Yeah, so he scores Hollywood. a lot of points because he, he Hollywood is Hollywood will always be lower volume, but he will always have way higher efficiency stuff than a Texans wide receiver. That's why you play him in tournaments, Davis. Yes. You're making the argument against yourself. Yeah. But like the guy, the guy like never gets, I did play him. I did play him in tournaments and it did not, it did not go particularly well. Yeah. Yeah. So did you, uh, I'm trying to think of any other, like, there weren't really any other decisions in cash games though. Like it was the, are you going to go double tight end? It was cup cup RSJ. Shepard, I guess. Did you guys consider Shepard after the New York news with Wiggins, um, Wiggins told me Wiggins told me that he was, but I was looking at it and I was like, I'm pretty certain they're not going to play him in the slot because Tony is going to play in the slot. They come out in the first drive. Shepard's playing outside. Tony has three receptions on the first drive and then breaks his and ankle. Then he's out. <laughs> and so, so that I mean, Shepard, I think got like 14 targets or whatever, but I did not consider we should- him. No. We should probably talk about the T thing because I do think I it's it's like the same thing with yeah the T thing is a little bit like he is good like at his price he's a great value because like I mean he's just he's 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 a six K plus wide receiver who's priced at five K but it's similar to like the I mean the the volume is just not there and I think Shepard might have been a better play than T when you just consider the fact that the Giants are gonna throw like way more than than Cincinnati on a week-to-week basis and I don't know I mean Jamar Chase is like clearly the alpha there clearly um, the alpha yeah yeah and which like means, the T the T thing is like a weak volume at 5k yeah Joe, which Joe means T might be weak Joe Burrow has over 30 30 passing attempts two times yeah that's that's, that's concerning not that's not enough and no, they like to throw Boyd, it to their Boyd's running back. Not going anywhere. They're throwing to Evans. They're throwing to Mixon. They're they're throwing to Uzama. Like they, it started out the year. The first three games of the year, Minnesota, Chicago, Pittsburgh. The target tree was super narrow, super condensed. And now they got Uzama playing in there. Mixon Mixon had his career high in targets today. And Chris Evans yeah. got a touchdown. Yeah, and he's running routes. It's not like there's upside there. I mean, he's he's out there as much as anybody. Um, so I, I, I do think T Higgins might be someone that I have to start considering because he's going to pop in optimals all the time, but I do think his floor is lower than we're, than we're realizing just because Cincinnati doesn't need to throw. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I guess 
what I would say is that I will be a little bit less like I like when I was talking to you guys this morning, I was, yeah, we'll tease a lock. And like, I probably, I don't know if I'll say that for the rest of the season, I will probably consider that Jamar chase is the clear, like T Higgins is the, is the Robert Woods of the Cincinnati Bengals. Like he'll get there sometimes, but he's not going to get, he's not going to get there that often. Yeah, I think Woods, I mean Woods. We could have played. We could have played Woods in our lineup, and it would have been fine. It would have been. We're fine we're following. You know, we're following the projections on T Higgins, but you know, the yeah. projections will sometimes. Well, come the projections up. are going to be adjusted after another week of of sampling now of all three of the wide receivers being healthy and him being dominated by Jamar Chase. Well, I mean, not dominated, but they all got six targets. I don't fuck. I don't know. I mean, maybe he is fine. Maybe yeah, it is maybe fine maybe the answer is just no that. Cincinnati Bengals. Maybe that's. Well, maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's it, it's not a specific T issue. It's that the it's yeah, that it's Cincinnati doesn't want to throw. Yeah, it's like same thing with Devontae and the Packers. Like they're just these offenses are separating themselves. When you look at like the way that Cincinnati plays, the way that Chicago plays, the way that Green Bay plays, versus the way that like some of these teams like the Chargers or the Rams or these like Tampa Bay. Kansas City like the pass volume is so consistently there every single week regardless of game script regardless of score regardless of anything that like these guys have a higher floor and a higher ceiling just because they play on a sharp team yeah yeah I mean I I guess that T is just a I T is also the type of play where like yeah if he was locked into this insane target volume every week he'd probably be like 6800 so sometimes you eat four for 30 or whatever yeah. yeah, well, you know what the thing is about T. Higgins is that he still had more targets than Keenan Allen, even though the Chargers oh, threw the ball 39 times. I mean, there's just there's nothing to be gained from this Chargers performance today. There literally is nothing to be gained. They were outcoached, they were outplayed, and by the third quarter, they were just not trying anymore. Dude, I hate like, Keenan Allen. I hate Keenan I Allen. I hate him too. He's my oh least my favorite God. guy in the NFL. Like the the man has no nose for the end zone at all. How does he only get five targets? I just, I, I just, I, it is, it is true that even though Mike Williams is just now fantasy relevant, he already has a season with more touchdowns in a season than Keenan has ever had. Keenan's never had more than eight. Mike Williams had 11 when he was 22 and Mike Williams, I think already has six this year, which yeah. would be the second most that Keenan's ever had in his career. Yeah, Ke- like, Keenan Allen just, Keenan Allen he's sucks. A loser, I'd dude. rather play he's a tight a end. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather uh, uh, put on my pocket protector and my, my glasses and play Brandon Cooks with Nate and Cardi than play Keenan Allen again. I mean, I am just so sick of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> like all the guy does is like run little slants and fall over and everyone's in a, I mean, just. And you can't, and you can't run slants and fall over against, uh, I mean, this Chargers thing, dude, like, what are they doing? They get blown out in this game. This is not a serious football team. Like I am, I am like the char- people are going to be touting the Chargers. Like they're going to whoever. I'm they play playing Keenan now. I'm going to have to play Keenan now. All, all this shade on a guy who normally gets really high volume, like on one week doesn't get great. Oh volume, my god! And the you Chargers guys are off. Play, of them. The Chargers play home to the Patriots next week. They're going to like win by 25, and people are going to be like, they're back. They're ready to win the and Super I- Bowl. Yeah, if I mean, Keenan's you're, you're, price drops, I'm going to be on him in cash, and I'm going to dunk on you guys when he puts his, up a 20 price. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. Belichick likes to take away the other team's top option, which may leave Keenan Allen wide open many times. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you gotta you gotta guard Josh Palmer and Jalen. Yeah, Zach. you gotta guard Palmer. You gotta guard Mike Williams, Parham. You know, they're just gonna guard everybody but Keenan Allen because who cares what Keenan yeah, Allen does? Keenan All he's gonna do is catch the ball and fall guys, over. Guys, fancy Julian Edelman. Yeah. Oh no, he, I'm, he I'm guys. He this wishes. Keenan Shade is going he's too far. Julian Edelman without without the hardware. Hey, how tilted were you that you didn't get that Jalen Waddle two touchdown like nine reception game in cash last week? Oh my god, <laughs> just unbelievable, so man. I think I played Jalen Waddle twice in cash now. And, it's uh, it's so funny too because I played I played Chenault last week, so they were both in that game, and Waddle is like crushing it, and Chenault is like people are like taking to Twitter to be like, you got to cut him. The Jags have to cut him. He's terrible. Didn't he get like eleven targets? Uh, Chanel got a ton of work. Yeah, he got he got ten. He really what people were responding to is he had one fairly bad drop, like one Deontay Johnson esque drop. Got it. Easy. Yeah, he had ten Easy. targets in this game. Yeah. Um, um, all right. Let's let's get to let's do tournaments. So I played. Uh, <clears throat> so I did I did three different teams this week. Uh, one was a Dak double stack that min cashed. One was a Lamar Jackson double stack because I was so excited because a competitive game against the Chargers, uh, they can't run, right? Latavius, dust, Le'Veon, dust, Devonta, dust. Makes sense. Didn't, did not did not work out. Um, and then my the I, I said all week I wasn't going to do this. I said on the small cast I'm, I wasn't going to do it, but I did. I played the, the Patrick Mahomes double stack uh, with, a, with a bring back. But I did it. The, my thinking was that you actually could get away with it if you did not play Travis Kelsey. So as long as you didn't play Kelsey, I actually thought that you could so, get yourself into some pretty unique stuff. So you definitely played McColl, right? I did. I played yep. McColl Hardman. He got nine. Tyreek got twenty-two. But I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it one hundred with everyone. The only way this lineup would work was if I had a minimum priced wide receiver. So I played DeAndre Carter from the Washington football team. Basically, wait, that was your bring back? Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I, I had to play a minimum guy. And was, was Deami not not min? I think was he was like thirty thirty four hundred. Yeah. yeah, but basically, I just thought that those guys would rotate a little bit. Honestly, I don't know if DeAndre Carter played a snap, uh, but I, I, I purposely faded Kareem Hunt on this lineup. This was the theory find this one so i played the cardinals defense and i played odell it scored 161 and min cashed in the spy and in the the red zone um because it had jonathan taylor and joe mixon and those guys combined for like a, a bazillion man how good of a yeah. play was jonathan taylor like it, I, two, I really want carries in the two carries in the first half didn't feel that tight <laughs> no <laughs> sure, no it wasn't sure yeah but you know, he ended uh, up with like 160 yards and two touchdowns. He just did Jonathan Taylor things in a, in but, a spot where but, you expected him to do them. So looking at this team, actually think it's pretty bad. Think that, uh, think that, okay. So two things were really bad. One, if you had to, I mean, I don't know if you guys played them. What do you think the single entry ownership was for the chiefs guys? Uh, it was like above 20% on Tyreek and like 30% on Kelsey, right? Yeah. So it was really high. So Mahomes was 18%. That's like really high for a quarterback. You like never see that for quarterbacks. And then Tyreek was 18%. But was what was even weirder was McColl was 18.5%. So 18.5% owned McColl Hardman is 
terrible. Bad. That's egregious. really bad. Egregious. That is really bad. Because well, everyone I, wanted to stack the Chiefs, and he's the obvious like big play guy that gets some yeah. work and, and yeah. is cheap. Yeah. So well, I, I actually I, I had a couple uh, Chiefs double stacks in in small fields because I actually think there was there was so much discussion this week of around like you can't double stack Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tyreek because. I don't remember who had the stat. I think it's like one time in the past yeah, 17 they like games. Never, that, they like never get there yeah. together. But in single entry, if you play single entry in your small fields, like under a thousand, like you don't need the nuts. If you have Mahomes, if you have Tyreek, if you have Kelsey and they both put up and they all put up 30 points, 20, 20 to 30, 25 to 30 points. And then you get, and then you hit on some of the other spots in your lineup, you're okay. And so I actually did go with the Mahomes double stack with Tyreek and Kelsey, and I didn't feel bad about it because my bring back was Antonio Gibson, who all of the ownership projections I saw had him like single digit under 5%, and he ended up being 3% owned. And so that double stack was actually something that I felt comfortable with, with Wait, the bring back of owned? Gibson. Okay. So that was I how be, I actually I felt. With you. I got to be 100 with you. I think Gibson was really bad, not in a vacuum, but because the running back spots were too valuable today. But from a, from a Kansas city, like if McKissick doesn't get all that, all those passing touches, if McKissick sprains an ankle or anything, Oh, you should have just played a 3% 3 on Antonio Gibson that gives you access to the Chiefs stack in a way that, you know, you're going to have, like unique but in that upside kinda, was like an easy out because they were, they were leading at half. So like if, if they had a couple drives where they were trying to just burn clock or whatever, I mean, it, I, I guess I shouldn't say it's bad. It's just, I, I thought of that angle and I was like, that does not feel GTO to me. I, it feels like the right way to do it was actually just no bring backs from the Washington football team. Yeah. I mean, after looking at the way this game, well, hey, your bring out. back was yeah. better than mine. My my bring back got uh got got cucked by Deami Brown. Yeah, so I had a ton of Antonio Gibson. I had Antonio Gibson in every one of my single entry teams, and it was that, well, that dusted is me. A, that is a mistake, dude. You don't no, play you don't play it, him on every one. That's he's like a sprinkle play. Like this I mean, is I not like only a, had, this. I only had three single entry. Yeah, I had teams, three but, single entry teams too. And the only guy I played on all of them was I didn't play. Uh, I played Jonathan Taylor on all of them. That is the type so JT of guy was you your JT was your Gibson. JT yeah. was your Gibson. So I mean, ultimately, those projections are but like. But like, compare compare Alexander Madison last week to to playing Gibson in all of your lineups this week. It's like those are not those are decisions you should be handling differently. I think. I think it's okay to have specific spots where you pick high leverage no, I, opportunities I that you, you like if you are really wanting to press that leverage, but Gibson was like, what, like the 18th best running back play or something like that on a slate where there was like really nutted out running back plays. That's where I disagree. I think Gibson had a 25 point ceiling here at, at single digit ownership well, sure, in a game yeah, where I, if if the game goes off and he and the best one of the most talented players on Washington gets gets opportunities, like Chiefs well, defense I'm not is. Even, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying he's not talented. What I'm saying is that in the context of all of the individual decisions you're making, he was like 
I mean, way worse than like John, you know, Jonathan Taylor, Joe, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift, like those guys. But then even like, then compare him to like in a vacuum, the, the value guys of Daryl Williams and Khalil Herbert, like you probably wanted to play like one of those guys. Right. I have Gibson like roughly a point and a half away from Taylor from a ceiling projection standpoint. They were very yeah, similar plays. No, they were very I, I similar plays, and one was going to be three percent owned. I don't. I don't. I'm not disagreeing with your projection. I'm disagreeing with your distribution of the way you played him. Not disagreeing. Right. I'm just saying I wouldn't have done it. I'm just saying that I have to have a lot of conviction to play a running back on all of my single entry action. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I just I'm trying to find those for spots all, where I feel really good your, about leverage. For all of your teams. Chiefs teams? I had, yeah, I pretty much put a stake in the ground that Kansas City, Washington was going to be spread throughout all three of my teams. So one was a Mahomes team, one was a Heineken team, and then one was a, a, a Daniel Jones, uh, Sterling Shepard's skinny stack. Man, Daniel Jones. <laughs> tough. Very tough. Um, yeah, that was a brutal one. Yeah, I think in the I think in the Gilcast red zone, I did yeah I did this uh, I actually did a New England I did a uh, sorry a Cowboy stack with a New England bring back so I did Dak double stacked with Schultz and Ceedee Lamb and I brought it back with Jacoby Myers I did eat the chalk with Kareem Hunt at running back and I also played uh, the mentor so we, we we have not talked about Kareem Hunt and GVP yet. And I guess this is interesting because yeah, we, we can were, do it. Yeah, we were, and we'll go. I'll, I want to go back to the Dallas stuff in a second. Okay, um, so I'll just I'll just finish out. I played Kareem Hunt, and then I played uh, the mentor Damian Williams at the other running back spot. Um, I thought I thought he was a really nice lever, uh, pivot play off of Herbert, and then also leverage off the Chalky Chiefs, and that ended up being a really good play. Yeah, uh, mentor so good. Yeah, I did play Cooper Cup in this lineup. I also played. Uh, a Davis Mattisk, uh, DeAndre Carter esque Zach Pascal in this in this lineup. Uh, he scored a goose egg, and the Browns' uh, defense they got minus two. This this lineup scored one sixty four point nine and did three x uh, in in this tournament, which was yeah, great. I, obviously, I just realized I said earlier that the one sixty one min cash, but I I didn't mean that. I meant I mean basically min cash. Yeah, yeah, three it three x, um, which is which is fine. But uh, you know, certainly I ran. Yeah, we we love that... we'd love to give people a bonk. Like we would love we would love to deliver a bonk. So yeah, before we talk about the Cowboys, so the thing with Hunt was it's interesting that basically. None of us, you, you played him on one. I didn't play him in any. I played him on, I played him on one of my three. I most, okay. I mostly played in, on my tournament teams. I mostly played Jonathan Taylor in the cream hunt spot. That was. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I was, I was with that. Um, I was with that as well. So the reason why it's interesting is hunt projected way better than Madison did last week in terms of raw points. Right. So, I mean, hunt was like, depending on, I think we had him for like 22, 23. Uh, and we had, we had Madison for like 19 or 20. And the same was true uh, with, with the blended optimals. Um, I mean, Hunt just projected for, I, for a lot of points. I don't remember what my Madison projection was last week, but I'll, I'll tell you my, uh, my like optimal ownership for Madison was like nearly a hundred percent. 
where my optimal ownership for Hunt was nowhere near that. Hunt to me was not even in the same realm. No, as that's a good play. that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is that's what I'm saying is interesting because, I mean, we all just made that decision basically that Hunt, despite being in like this nut spot, is like, uh, you know, they're they're at home. Arizona, what Arizona had like three of their coaches missing with COVID the total of that game went down like four points. Yeah. We, we actually, we actually should have known that that was a positive for Arizona that Cliff that, Kingsbury no, would I know. not be they, around. They blew them out. They blew them out with no, with no Kingsbury. So, and I think that honestly, I'm wondering if it's like kind of like some reverse fish logic that got us there. Cause remember how goddamn bad hunt was in all those games where Chubb missed last buddy, year. Buddy, buddy, it terrible. is the fish logic. It was, I, I'm just like, has cream hunt ever gotten there when Nick Chubb is out? Never. No, he's he, never he never gets there. He's <laughs> such a beta. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, if, if I, like, I, I was watching, or I was following the, the game pretty closely. I don't think any other running back even got a carry. I don't think Dearness Johnson got a carry. They were on the field though. I was watching the game. Like, yeah. I, I, I'd be interested to see. Well, he got he got but... hurt in the end, right? He he got he had a he got a, a calf injury in the end. Yeah. So one carry for Dearness Johnson, uh, one carry for Anthony Schwartz on like a reverse or whatever. Uh, Demetric Felton was targeted twice. Dearness Johnson was targeted once. Uh, three targets so, front. But yeah. I mean, but that's the thing, like raw projection doesn't matter without the context of the slate. The reason that that last week Madison was was so like far and above is because there was nobody near him that could touch his ceiling. Where in this, you have yeah, Kareem Hunt, Darrell, Darrell Henderson, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, Joe Mixon that are all, and even Gibson is within two to three points of that ceiling where there was nobody within reach of Madison ceiling last week at his price tag. So that's why I think, this week hunt didn't have to be like i think last week it was pretty clear you either play like 100 percent medicine or zero percent hunt this week i thought you could play him in some and not play him in others like it didn't need to be as much of a leverage spot because i didn't think it was as clear of a play yeah i i agree with that plus the fact that cream hunt never gets there so put those things together and it's just you know easy easy fade for the most part i think this was probably the only tournament lineup i played cream hunt in and if I had had the extra 400 bucks, you know, if I had been able to get off Zach Pascal and go down to somebody else, I could have, I could have just gotten in John Taylor instead. Yeah. I, if I would have played any other running back other than Gibson. I would have had a good day. If I would have like had Mixon, Taylor Swift or any of these other guys that all project within a point, I would have been just fine. Oh, should just play the mentor, bro. Should just played the mentor. The mentor was like the, the play. Like the I, I just play, thought he yeah. was like the best GPP play on the slate because everybody was going so heavy on the passing game and he's basically i mean ceh sucks chief like, oh my freaking god dude the but he was projected for like 15 percent ownership but but williams was projected for like 15 percent ownership like he wasn't projected to be not home like he was a good play but at his ownership i don't think he was like the smash play in tournaments no he wasn't the smash he was just very good you know Four point nine. I mean, Khalil Herbert was going to be owned in the other in the the Chiefs. Yeah, the smash play in tournaments was Cook. Cook was the smash play. I mean, Cook under ten percent ownership when we knew he was going to get this workload. Like, yeah, I should have had one hundred percent. He should have been my my guy. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Tournaments are hard. Like if uh, if you tell me that Khalil Herbert gets one hundred percent of the carries and twelve percent target share, I probably play him a bunch in tournaments. 
Yeah. Like I, 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 I actually was expecting some Ryan Nall action or whatever, and and there was none. Yeah. I actually did have a a, a Dalvin Damian Williams Jonathan Taylor team, but it got ruined by Kadarius Tony. <laughs> that hurts. Yeah. That hurts. Yikes. Yikes yeah. on uh, tough. On tough Tony. scene. I mean, I am I am my my most of my strategy this week revolved around that Ravens Chargers game resembling uh Chargers Browns and it just simply just simply did not like what were the Chargers doing like what what happened I wonder if it was just like a hangover from such a great game last week like I don't know it was it was a weird game I mean Herbert played terrible and they like didn't convert any third downs or fourth downs it was fourth downs they 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 did their fourth down thing and they just didn't convert them and then Baltimore but, just but Lamar like got bailed up. them out. Lamar bailed them out and got field goals like twice after that. Nah, I know. I know. It was it was an uncharacteristic. I mean, this was it, the Chargers have been so good all season. And Staley is obviously a real sharp coach. The things that he says, the way he handles his games, like they've been super good. And this was just a game where, you know, it's a it's a 17 game season. Every once in a while, teams fall flat on their faces, and this was just one of those games. I don't know how else to chalk it up. Yeah. Well, the Chiefs just fall flat on their face like once every quarter at this point. It's like they, I mean, they they just fall flat on their face for a full half every game, and every then game. And, and then end up winning by like eighteen. I wonder if I wonder if Andy Reid is just like not a good coach anymore. Yeah, what what are the Chiefs? They're they're like they're three and three, I think. Yeah. I don't know, Nate. Yeah. What do you think? Tough you sense. out on Andy Reid? Tough sense. No, I'm not out on Andy Reid. I think we overreact to two small samples sometimes. You guys are writing off Keenan Allen, and he's going to dunk on you guys. For like uh, but I've written off Keenan Allen his entire career. I tried to write him in. I tried to so write him I. in. I, I've made a career out of fading <laughs> Keenan Allen, and I've made yeah, so much money, guy. and I just it's... gave like half of it back today. It's just yeah. so so. Agree. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, the the part we're doing is not we're not uh, like recanting this lifelong stance. It's that we had a weak moment. We had a weak moment of mentally weak volume. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I yeah. just, it's just like, what's the point, dude? If Cooper Cup is going to score 40 points a game, it's just like, what's the point? Ugh. I mean, it, what was it? The four weeks ago where Nate was like, Cooper Cup is Michael Thomas and he's still under Oh, AK man. Michael Thomas is back next week, Nate. I know. I know, but no, I mean, seriously, guys, Cooper Cup is like just lapping the field. His usage, I like this is insane. And it's no, it, even the game, you even the game that um, Woods like went nuts, he still had like 13 targets, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like 90. That's yards. the thing. He's, he's like, he's never going to not get his. His floor is so high and his ceiling is so high. I mean, he's, he's got like 130 expected points or something. He's like 15 to 20 points higher than anybody just from a pure expectation standpoint. He's also been insanely efficient with those expected points, unlike someone like a Hollywood Brown. But I mean, you guys are writing off Keenan Allen. He's still top 10 in, in like expect, expected points from like, if you look at target distance no, where he's being what, targeted that's in the what field. what we're telling you is that it's all a lie, dude. It's all, it's all no. a lie with, with Keenan Allen. Yeah. No. He's going to be on, uh, on uh, what's his face? He's going to be on Hermsmeyer by, by low model this week. Yeah, well, Hermsmeyer is not <laughs> well known for buying low on things. Let's, let's be honest. Let's see if we can get it to add Bitcoin to the buy low list as long as it's under 100000 <laughs> The second Bitcoin becomes on Hermsmeyer by low, you sell everything. That is Again, the get out signal. When, when, Hermsmeyer, when Hermsmeyer finally goes, um, what's the thing he always says? Strong, strong convictions weekly held when he finally, when he finally 
uh, shreds his paper hands about Bitcoin, that's when you know. That's when you know we've reached mainstream adoption. When that's when, when it's time to sell. I mean, no matter wallet. no matter how bad our cash teams did today, they still did not get ruined as bad as uh, Hermsmeyer did on Twitter. Just gotta just gotta throw that out. Oh uh, well, I don't know. I actually don't. I think his his article, uh, the Hermsmeyer five thirty eight article, looks pretty prescient after that result. He basically he basically said it's it's bullshit that a team can build all their success based on third downs and what happened. Honestly, and uh, I mean, FTX Sam, I'm guessing that was the most clicks that article's ever seen. Any article on 538. Yeah, literally literally in the history of 538. (laughs) So who's really really the fox here? Yeah, Josh is drinking some fine wine tonight. Yeah, he's drinking, he's drinking his, uh, he's drinking, well, I actually think Josh's whole thing is to not drink fine wine, right? And and to drink $8 wine that tastes as good as fine wine. That's like his bit. I don't know. I don't drink wine. I don't know, but I know that that's a, that's a thing. So I don't know. Did we learn, did we learn anything else other than, other than that? Uh, apparently Khalil Herbert is, is the man and, and yeah. Keenan Allen is not the man. I mean, Khalil yeah. Herbert had 50% of his team's like workload. Like, I mean, he just, he, like he, not, not carries workload. <laughs> like, workload total. Like, I mean, he had like three, total, three target touches of the ball. <laughs> yes. Yeah, total offensive share. He three, yards, three yards short of the bonus too, of course. And obviously. people and people did not get punished for fading him because Devonte Adams got five points. Tough, tough. We I, got, can't, we got I can't. I can't. Ninety percent. Ninety percent of the rushing attempt share and a twelve percent target share for him. Four point six. Jesus. How, how did how did how did we get jobbed on this slate? Unbelievable. Because Devonte Adams had those worst game of the year. Cuck. What a cut. Yeah, and you guys got nine. When you pay nine thousand dollars for someone like that, especially when the guy that's slightly cheaper goes for forty, you're screwed. You can't. Come you know, back and that. you know what's crazy? no matter what so, happens. So, so he had this play where he catches the ball up against the sideline and kind of gets knocked by a defender, and like he's going for a touchdown and he he steps out a little bit and it's like it was the right ruling. Like I'm not tilting, but I actually think we're so we're so dust and Adams was so expensive that even if he scores, I still think we're dusted. I still think I still think the additional uh what what would it be like nine points or whatever for the yardage and for the touchdown doesn't even and, and the bonus because he ended with 89 yards. Oh well then maybe I, that probably does. No, nah, Keenan Allen was still so bad we would have never come back. Yeah. Well he, by the way, I'm gonna have to take a look at Amari Cooper's air yards because this dude was wide ass open. And I, did you guys see the play that I was talking about where he was wide open and he had the guy beat and Dak just like throws it to no, he threw it to like the hash. No, yeah, I didn't see that one. It was, uh, it was, uh, so I swap obviously, which like, at least I got to do my favorite thing, right? At least, <laughs> at least Congrats. In the end, I got, I got to swap. When, when Davis hits the global swap button, just dopamine starts going through your veins. Yeah, it's, it's the best dude. You can't, you just, you don't get any better than that, but Amari Amari did not get there. Uh, CD Lamb did get there with a nice little yeah. forty. Burn. Amari did have 133 air yards, though. I mean, I think that was his best. But like, two of them, um, of the two of them came on the last drive. Like two of his high down the field targets came on the or the the drive where they got the field goal. But Dak just missed him. Like he should have had a touchdown. And Dak just missed him. So my uh, he, yeah. he he missed him a bunch because Dak threw the ball 51 times and threw for 445 yards and. Amari Cooper went five for 55. Yeah. Tough. Well, you, you just, it's, uh, it's something that, um, 
you don't particularly love to see, I suppose. All right. You guys got anything else? No. no. Send, 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 send money. Send invites. Yeah. We're uh, whirling Dervish, Nate N, and Davis. Uh, yeah, actually genuinely do send invites. I, I, I don't think I got, I got one invite this week. I got week. none this week. I got zero. So it's, is Mike Davis on the slate next week? Let's get some invites. Uh, Come on. Hold on. Let's get some I'll action. I'll tell you, Falcons schedule – they are, and they play at the Dolphins. Oh God, yes. Nate, oh, Nate God, is like yes. Nate is Nate is lubing up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they went into the bye week. They got their minds right. Give me some Mike Davis. Give me some Khalil Herbert. Give me dude, some Keenan Allen. Brandon Cooks. Right now. <laughs> Nate is glistening. Brandon Cooks only got eighty nine air. Like he literally was eleven yards short of the bonus. I could have dunked even harder on you guys. This is these volume guys that you guys keep rejecting are just. Ugh. Nate, you rejected you rejected Khalil Herbert, who was like the volume play of the slate. Well, I didn't reject. We talked you about were, the, it was bro, not a play in a vacuum. Him. No, I'm not. I'm not going to take this. Also, uh, DeAndre Swift like gets ten targets every game. Yeah, De- well, DeAndre Swift scores so, scores a touchdown when they're down thirty-one nothing. And did you hear? Did you hear what Dan Campbell said after the game? No. So they were like asking him, right? Because obviously they were getting their ass kicked the entire game. And so they asked him like, you know, something to the effect of like, oh, you know, can you take anything positive out of uh, what your team did in the fourth quarter, right? Because I think DeAndre Swift scores uh, or or, did he score? Yeah, he did. So he scores a touchdown. Uh, They target him a bunch, you know, in, in the fourth quarter. And Campbell's like, no, it was all against a prevent defense. It's literally useless. Like, Nothing that we just did in the fourth quarter matters at all, which is, I mean, it's hilarious that why, like, he's even keeping, why is he keeping DeAndre Swift out there? Why is Jamal Williams or like Jamal Cabina not out there? Like, it's, I don't know. If you, if, if he, the coach, is saying it's worthless, why are all his good players out there? Yeah. I mean, DeAndre Swift's got 42 targets through six games this season with his talent, like, at 6K. That's that, that workload he's got is unreal. Nate, he, yeah. he, he averaged 1.8 yards per carry. This is just like a Nate special. Nate loves yeah. the, the sub two yard per carry guys. <laughs> he really yeah. You know why? Cause they're, cause they're valued because the hey, field look, dude, is if inefficient. Get, if, you get, if you get 20, if you get 20 carries at uh, less than a yard per carry, that's still almost two points, bro. <laughs> Davis, he's leading all running backs by like five in targets. Well, I, I guess Najee to play Swift last week. I'm with you. I'm with you on Swift. I'm with you on Swift. I just am not with it. I mean, I might have played Khalil Herbert straight up over DeAndre Swift, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, I would have if Keenan I would have known Allen. he was getting 50% of his. You played, bro, you could have played Keenan Allen and you could have been commiserating with us. You could have played Keenan Allen over Brandon Cooks and been like, yeah, this loser. Wouldn't that have been better? No, the, the the DK balance appreciates appreciates my decision making. I hate right, it. I hate here. it. Forget this show. All right, seven games. We'll be back next week.